Hey folks, it's Danny from What's Up World. I want to tell you about a local nonprofit called Awesome Like Anderson and its owners and operators, Andrea and Brandon Gross. Awesome Like Anderson was founded for their son, Anderson, and all of his friends. Their son's diagnosis and the need for awareness brought them to establish the first Jackson County Walks for Autism Awareness in 2023, and it quickly became something much bigger. And Awesome Like Anderson was founded. Andrea and Brandon realized the need for sensory supplies, parental support, and guidance for autistic children in our schools and at home. Their mission is to provide these items at no cost to children diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder or special needs. Raising a special needs child comes with overwhelming worry, and Awesome Like Anderson strives to lessen that worry any way they can. Our mission is to give a big voice to our small community by spreading autism awareness through events and donations year-round. For autism support or information on how to get involved, please email us at wagg 825 at gmail.com or message us on Facebook using the link in the show notes below. With the help from local communities, we can show just how very awesome our kids are. What's up, world? Back in the studio again, and uh, every seat in the studio is full. I love, I love it when this happens. I like as many people as here. I really enjoy a mixture of people, and we have got some very special people in the studio today. Some very uh, interesting characters. Uh, we have got uh, the Don Lands LARP here. Right? Am I saying that the right way? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, We'll just jump right into it. We'll go around the room, let you introduce yourself and a little bit about uh, what you do with the with the LARPing. And uh, I'm really excited about this. This is cool. These peop- these guys are in full attire. Uh, there'll be pictures posted on the on the podcast page, so you'll see it. Uh, I'm grinning ear to ear. I love this. So uh, we'll start with you. Okay, we'll start with her. <laughs> you, 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 you. I know everybody's a little nervous at first, but you'll, you'll ease up. <laughs> so, first of all, thank you so much for having us. Um, we're really, really excited to have a chance to get uh, our LARP out to a little bit more of the world. Yeah, I'm you're Lydia, welcome. and in the game, in the Dawnlands, I am the Nameless Elf, also known as Bunny of the Wood. And I play as an elven ranger who some would consider to be a freedom fighter and some would consider to be more of a terrorist. Okay. Depending on your perspective. <laughs> well, he's, he's not here today, so we are lucky. <laughs> All right. That's good. That's awesome. Uh, well, I am Perrin O'Waldoon, the wandering mage of the Emerald Folk. And a member in good standing of the Order of the Emerald Heart. I am a mage of the Dawnlands, and uh, it is my duty to uh, 
foul the plans of the Remans uh-huh. and their evil attempts to take over our sovereign lands. Awesome, awesome. Now, can you say that name one more time? Teren O. Waldo. Teren? Teren. Teren O. Waldo. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm actually named after me great, 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 great grandfather who was the very first Waldoon. Yeah. And as the story goes, he was a little hard of hearing. Uh-huh. And when the census taker came by to ask him his name to fill out the census, yeah. My grandfather thought he asked him what he was doing. Well, it just so happened he was in the garden, tearing down an old wall. Yeah. And and so he, he, he told the fellow that he was tearing an old wall doing. Uh-huh. That's what the man wrote down, and we've been the wall ever since. The wall <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. All right, next. Uh, so I'm Heather. Um, in the game, I play Skara, which is the voice of the Raven Queen. Skara. The voice of the Raven Queen. Voice of the Raven Queen. I'm writing this down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You ready? (laughs) You got this, girl. Uh, My name's Jaina. My Dawnlands character is Ariellis. I play a rogue fairy. Um, I don't know. People think I'm not very trustworthy, but... I haven't stole, like, I don't steal much. They don't steal much. <laughs> just children. <laughs> I just play with them, okay? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be wary of the fairies. <laughs> Be wary of the fairies. Now, tell me a little bit about the how this originated, how it came to be. Uh, what was the idea behind it? Uh, was there a general interest in it before all this? Yeah, um, so the founder, one of the founders is Brian Roberts, mm-hmm. and he's been playing D&D probably since all of us were children, uh, but he started the Dawnlands campaign <laughs> in 1992 Wow! as just tabletop RPG Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. And that's pretty much how we've kind of all joined together in this, and then he and Jaina, or Ariellis, and a few other people decided to make this a reality and make this a game that we could all play. That's cool. I uh, I was telling talking to you a little bit about this before we started. LARPing is uh, worldwide. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially since, after I since, since about 1974. I yeah, and uh, ever since I mentioned and got up with you the first time about y'all coming on the podcast, I've done some research on it because. I'll be honest, I didn't know much about it other than LARPing stands for live action role playing. And uh, people, they, they, they put, put on the, uh, the, the clothing and they do the parts and stuff like that. So come to find out this, this LARPing is worldwide and it's massively popular. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now uh, what is there like a, is this like a, a medieval type of genre that you go in for or is it? it what, it's what more of fantasy. Okay. Based, um, you know, your 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 typical fantasy based yeah. characters. This is also Terran. I'm also Anthony Jackson, by the way. But yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, <clears throat> like in our group, it's we we've got uh, people that are cats and dragons and okay. elves and dwarves and um, 
what else have we got? The the tiffs fascinate me. The 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 tiffs are just yeah. kind of, almost kind of steampunk mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. yeah tinkers that are really cool. Oh, um, I was just gonna say that it's fantasy and uh, medieval esque. Yeah. So it's a combination of both. Yeah. I tell you what comes to mind. I think there's a bunch of things comes to mind when I look around the table and see all y'all. I think of uh, Zelda. I think <laughs> uh, I think of uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, what's that other that other movie? It's really popular. Uh, something. It's got all these different characters in it. The wardrobe, something about the wardrobe. Oh, oh Chronicles uh, of Narnia. Yeah, yeah Chronicles Narnia. of Narnia. I love that movie. All those types of movies and things and things like that come to mind when I look around the table, and those are all things that I love. Well, the, I love watching that. Uh, the video game Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and people get into it. You know, we, oh, big. Oh yeah, um, our very first event back in spring of. 2022 uh-huh. uh we actually had a couple girls come all the way from indiana dressed in full satyr garb like with the furry legs they wow. walked up their tiptoes had hooves like it was amazing that's cool yeah. that's cool yeah and I really that was think, october october yeah okay i really think too that um the explosion of popularity of tabletop role-playing in the last mm-hmm. 10 years has really really helped larping to gain popularity in that really explosive way as well. Yeah. Is with the release of like Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition and then all of the live plays like your critical role, your live play podcasts, like things like the Adventure Zone. Mm-hmm. People started doing D D and Pathfinder and all of the other different tabletop systems. Yeah. And then realizing that like you were saying, Anthony, LARPing was a thing that already existed mm-hmm. and they could just start doing it. Yeah. And I think those two things are just so similar. It's so hard to do one and not be a person who also does the other one. You don't have to. Yeah. But they're the target audience is pretty much exactly the same people. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah that's pretty what I was much thinking. anybody that's into role play games, uh-huh. role playing games, or like I said, the game like a, like Skyrim, and mm-hmm. I'm just using that because I've just recently got into it. Oh yeah. I'm okay. It. But. Uh, you know, it it gives people a chance to develop a persona for that. Yeah. I know for me, for me, I've, I've always enjoyed uh, entertaining a little bit. You know, being, oh, yeah. being, being an entertainer and yeah. uh, especially with children. You mm-hmm. know, it's 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 a it's a thing that I've just always wanted to do, but I've yeah. never had the memory to be an actual actor. So. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't remember what I said a minute ago. Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah. So, I, I, you know, this this gives me an opportunity to develop an entire persona yeah. and, and character that I can play. Yeah. And I've, I've been playing this character before I even got into the LARP. I started playing the character yeah. um, at festivals that me and my wife had set up. We make handmade things and sell them at festivals yeah and uh it was uh, the the reaction i would get from kids coming up was just what blew me away which yeah. made me keep wanting to do it well it's really unfortunate that more people don't know this is going on because like i told you when you first got here i was dumb to it that there was anything like this going on around here but and I, I mentioned that there is so much that is actually available to people around here, and more often than not, nobody knows about it. 
this right here is one of the greatest things that I've found out about in Jackson County in a long time. Because what, I mean, it looks like it's tons of fun. Oh, absolutely. Like, I started playing D&D with Brian back, well, Brian and Jaina back in like the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. And Skara is a character that I started playing tabletop. She's, you know, a bird person. Think of like a personified raven. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, hence the pointy bird mask. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, to take that character from the table into real life and develop it into a person, mm-hmm. you know, into more or less flesh and blood. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's an amazing experience, and it's just super fun to, you know, not just play with kids but play with each other (laughs) oh absolutely absolutely i would imagine that it gives i mean there's no the greatest thing in the world that people have isn't their imagination and this is the type of thing where you can just let your imagination run wild yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's no creative outlet yeah you know yeah absolutely and then also with with the with the larp there's also the physical side of it Okay. The, the, the combat, you know. The, oh, yeah. So yeah. y'all actually go to battle. Oh, yeah. There's a, yeah, we oh, actually that's cool. do battle. We, yeah. And that, that's what I like about my character. With my character, I'm a mage, so I can cast spells. But as an emerald folk, I can also use a sword. Okay. That throws people off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Leave you had told me about... Uh, you had, you had heard word of our event at uh, Flatlick Falls here in yep. Jackson County. Somebody yep. called you and said they were uh, redoing Lord of the Rings up there or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I take that as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would. That, that it must have been my hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, we, we do. We it's you, you get a big foam sword and you mm-hmm. whack somebody's noodle with it you know just yeah yeah <laughs> yeah now so, you know there's that too have you got have you got any idea like well i'm sure you do how many people's in uh in the uh the don lord's lands the don uh, lands don how lands. many members do we have I, I know brian just told me that we're uh starting to reach critical mass oh really <laughs> our last event that um just a couple of weekends ago mm-hmm. in london was sitting at around 90 mm-hmm. attendees mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome yeah that's cool man this this needs to grow huge this needs it, to be like a like a just a, a huge explosion uh, around here well and that's just been since last year yeah you know we yeah, had, that's fast yeah we had three test plays of just friends of ours testing out the rules figuring out what we were going to do mm-hmm. how we were going to do it trying yeah. to make everything fair and then we went sh- straight to straight to events we did a three-day event in anvil wow so now when you're playing these events and you've got this battle coming up is do you is there like a planning committee of how it's going to go is there scripts is there uh, have you got an expectation of what's going to happen it or you just kind of wing it there there's there's rules to combat yeah you know there's there's rules to combat it's uh Based on the honor system, you know, you, if, okay. if you if you get yeah. if you get hit, you need to claim that you're hit. Yeah, you know? kind of like so there's, there's rules to it. But yeah. as far as an individual battle, like like at our Flatlick Falls, mm. you know, we study the terrain and okay. everybody just kind of come together and decide. Yeah, we're gonna well, I think, set up an ambush there, and then nature took over. And yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think Jaina Arielis has probably the most information on this she's part okay you know she's a partner within the company oh cool i forgot what i was gonna say 
question again? Uh, about combat. How do we write yeah. the quest? Like how do you plan yeah, the quest, okay. I sh- should say. Yeah, so we have an overall storyline. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the information uh, for the story and the lore for Dawnlands itself can be found on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, and so each event, we have an idea of what we want to happen. Yeah. Um, but if players decide they don't necessarily want to do that thing and take it somewhere else, we follow. Okay. Okay. So it's just kind of it's it's fairly loose. It's, it's feeling it out as it goes type of situation, mm-hmm. which yeah. is pretty much what which, which is, is which is basically what happens in any role playing situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, you know, the the dungeon master, the the guy in charge of the of the campaign, he can plan all he wants, but you never know what the players are going to do. So, right. And the more players you got, the more mm-hmm. the more offshoots it could take. So yeah. you never know. Okay. Well, and as far as events go as well, like um Ariella said, there's always sort of one overarching story plot that we're trying to follow. But because it is a three-day event with 75, 90 people, we also sort of work to craft what you would call maybe side quests or fetch quests, a range of questing from the very small, Mm -hmm. go to Arielis and bring me back a package, package delivery, all the way up to the big world-changing massive field battles, you know, everything in between. Mm So for each event, we work to, you know, whoever is involved in planning that event will work to sort of craft enough different quests so that when players arrive at the event, it feels like a full world. It doesn't feel like, well, you've walked into a campsite and it's just empty, hit each other with sticks, we guess. You walk into what feels like a village where people live uh-huh. And commerce is happening, and there are friendships within the NPCs and rivalries, and like you would in something like to to use Terran's example, like you would in a game like Skyrim, where you you walk into Whiterun, and all of the NPCs have friends and enemies, and some of them will have quests for you. So we do work to try to make each event feel like part of a living breathing story so when you go to one of these festivals you're literally walking into a time warp as much as possible yeah yeah. that'd be awesome because i've always yeah i've always found that that era i guess fascinating Mm -hmm. you know you got people just walking all over these villages and stuff like this and doing their own thing that's awesome yeah, That's really cool. And we encourage everyone to dress up as much as possible. You know, even our vendors get into it. Oh, yeah. And so we have the vendors will participate in quests or serve as NPCs or something like that just to keep them involved and encourage people to go to their booths. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, uh, you said, uh, do you all design your own your own uh, uh, clothing and stuff like that? That's, that's cool because this is legit. Everybody's... Uh, like dressed to the nines, it's very very believable. Now most most of like I said, most of what I've got's handmade. Yeah. You know, I, I've made it myself or, yeah. or bought pieces that were handmade by somebody else. I, I got these uh, my bracers on my arms. I got those at the Ohio Ren Fair like 20 uh-huh. years ago. And oh well, <laughs> you know, yeah. just you know, pick, pick you pick things up and you yeah. and uh, you now, make things. And I want to ask you something. Now this is I, I don't. Uh, I don't want to put y'all on the spot, but can you like? Uh, let me. I'll hand it to you. There you go. Oh, sorry. 
would you mind like having a conversation as your character and i'll just kind of sit back and watch and listen like like say you're you've got a battle coming up or something or whatever type of scenario and you're just talking amongst each other in character was there an event that any of us were all at? Because I know us three have, you know, myself and Lydia. And we we fought together. Mm-hmm. We we fought together at in the woods. Flatlick. At 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 Flatlick Falls. Yes. Okay. Yes, we we were a part of the woods battle. My and great lady had me had me elsewhere. Yes. Dealing yes. with much more important tasks. Yes. It's probably for the best. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The uh, you. Flightless, featherless groundlings can't. Well, Arias can, Arielis can tell you this. I can fly. I know. I wasn't <laughs> speaking of you. You're you're a great winged being as well. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but it, it, it was a grand battle between between the, the resistance and the Remans. You can call uh, it a grand battle if you like. It, it, I heard the hornets rent. Nature, nature did. Nature did intervene and... Uh, Thwarted, thwarted their escape as well. That so. was nature doing for the Reman dogs what we couldn't do ourselves. We were so close, though. Oh, so we close. Were so close. Oh, there will be other days. There will. Mm. We killed Count Orlock. We chased mm-hmm. the Remans out of Sylvanas. Mm-hmm. We can do it again. Shoot, we had to. We took out his monster. This past event. Which one? We took out the great many. hunt. This is true. We took out many. The great wild hunt. Don't remind me. Mm. That's only because you were on the losing side. There was no losing side. <laughs> I saw her die many times. She's here. And her ear came back. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, did you see my ear grow back? I did. It must have been our great lady. Don't. You know what? She gave me my name. And for that, I am eternally grateful. You carry her favor. I owe her my service. I carry her her favor. That doesn't mean I have to like her. No, no, of course not. Of course not. She's all-knowing and all-greatness. Doesn't mean you have to like her. You don't understand her like we do. That's not nice. That is very cool. (laughs) That is very cool. I never claim to be nice. Now, I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of sense a little bit of... uh, like a, well, not a little bit, a lot of attitude in your character and kind of uh, uh, deceptiveness about you, maybe? So, I, Lydia, me, the, the actual human person, yeah. I am extremely non-confrontational. I am just an absolute soft little pushover of a woman. Uh-huh. Bunny is not. Bunny I was a feral child raised by wolves. You was dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was very cool. And and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here from experience. She has the sword skills to back it up. Oh yeah. She's vicious. She really. She, she is amazing. Yes. yes. She's shaking her head, y'all, but she's wrong. I've been oh. on the receiving end of that sword. She's wrong. Wow. I've seen your Florentine oh, no, work. It's awesome. It's I like it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't be modest. That's very neat that you say, like, um, in your everyday life, that you're you're uh, very maybe you could put it as passive aggressive, non confrontational, you know, meek, mild, whatever you want to call it. But as soon as you got into character, there, I mean, you was. 
piercing gaze across the table. So do you think like it gives you an opportunity to be something that you that you're not and kind of gives you that out? Absolutely. I think that's the glory of anything like this, whether it be tabletop role-playing games, whether it be LARPing, whether it be more of like a historically focused thing mm-hmm. like, you know, the EMP or the SCA, anything that lets you build a persona, yeah. I think is an amazing opportunity to play with aspects of who you are, to try out new ways of being, new ways of moving through the world mm-hmm. that in our everyday lives, we simply aren't afforded that chance. Yeah. Just because we're too busy paying the bills and yeah, yeah. cooking dinner and caught up in life. Right. Yeah. Surviving. Yeah. When, so we went to the Lexington Comic Con, Toy Con, whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, this past year. And we sat through, I know myself and Ariella sat through a tabletop discussion, round mm-hmm. table, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that was something that they <clears> mentioned. <throat> And it was called cause positivity. And it's the idea that people who cosplay, they can try on those personas or those personality traits uh-huh. that they want to have, that you know, maybe they admire in the characters that they cosplay, hmm. and they can try them out, you know, in a friendly environment. Okay. And then sometimes it winds up bleeding over into their real life. Like, you know, being maybe more confrontational yeah. or more uh, outspoken or confident mm-hmm. or anything. Now, uh, for this is, may be a stupid question, but is there a difference? And if there is, what is the difference between LARPing and cosplay? Or is it kind of the same thing? It's. I think it's fairly different. Um, both I'm, dress up. Yeah, they both <laughs> dress up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, cosplay, I feel like. Yeah, I, I feel like cosplay, most cosplay is them trying to play a character that's already developed. Okay, so yeah. you're making Lark, this Lark, character up for thin air. Your own yeah. character. Okay, so that, well, that's a good differentiation yeah, I, between the two. I run into that a lot where, where I dress up for festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a lot of people say, oh, Gandalf. And I say, no, no, I'm Teddy Waldoon. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know that character. I don't believe, that I from, believe you'd have you know, been better than Gandalf. <laughs> but but I, I get that a lot. But yeah. I mean, it, you know, so LARP, you're developing your own character. Yeah. Uh, cosplay, they're trying to recreate a character. So I feel like this developed. would be more fun than cosplay. It, it is. It's a blast. Yeah, because you get to create a character of your own. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's to each their own. You know, for some people, cosplay it can bleed over into LARP. And sometimes they will do, like, events or battles or things amongst cosplayers. Yeah. And it's just... That's neat. Yeah. Like they get, they get just as much into it, and it's just as amazing. It's just, yeah, it's different. just as fun for them as it is for us. It's just mm-hmm. two different styles. Yeah, you know, two different. So just two different groups of people coming together. Yeah, it's like a Venn diagram. <clears throat> yeah, like you yeah. got cosplay and you got LARP, and then there's some bleed over in the middle. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. This is this needs to catch on like really big, because as we all know. Are y'all from here? Uh, all of you mm-hmm. are from mm-hmm. Jackson County? Oh, Lord, no. 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 Not Jackson County. Um, <laughs> Laurel County. Okay, Laurel County. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Jackson County. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're Laurel. I'm yeah. originally from Lee County, but I live in Knox. Okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, living in this area, unfortunately, there is a lot of things that drive people 
into some bad things in life. Drugs is a huge, uh, a huge uh, problem. So this is something that they definitely need to look into to occupy their time because this looks like it's nothing but fun. Yeah. Well, and I'm a mental health and substance abuse therapist. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, that's one of the things that we talk about in treatment is encouraging anybody to get out and make those little islands of event. Yeah. You know, something that just takes you away from the mundanes of life, like paying bills because, you know, Mm -hmm. we're in a very impoverished area. Yeah. So anything that you can do that is kind of cheap to do but super fun yeah. Yeah, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. And additionally, it's you you get those chances to step out of the mundane, but I think it can also become a really really important or valuable opportunity to start building community. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, there's very little around in our area for people in general that isn't a very expensive hobby that is yeah. sort of, you know, easy access to entry that is also something that People can feel like they're sharing their interests with mm-hmm. other people if they have kind of those sort of nerdy or kind of video gamey, role playing even sort of historical kind of interests. Yeah. That may not be something that just it's easy as pie to find someone who shares those interests. Right. So this can be a really good way to build some community as well. Oh, absolutely. I could see this being uh, something that brings a lot of people together. This would be awesome. And, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't had a chance to tell the rest of y'all this, but where I've dressed up in my character to mm-hmm. do these events, um, over the last four weekends, I've, I've done back-to-back-to-back-to-back events. And at every single event, I've run into people that will dress almost like we're mm-hmm. <laughs> dressing today oh, to yeah. come to these events just because that's that's they're comfortable going out mm-hmm. as somebody else yeah and when they see me it, it's like a moth to a flame they're drawn to me yeah and we automatically that, that's why i don't have any more of the cards to hand out about our larp group yeah I, I ran into so many people that were into it and they're just so excited to know that there's something like that here in our area that's kind of what i was yeah that's what i mean when i say i didn't know there was anything like this going on around here mm-hmm. and i hate that so bad because i would love to go and watch, watch y'all do one of these battles and yeah, all come, this stuff come, that you come do see us on february 3rd over yeah. in Anvil. and i've got two 10 year old boys right there that would go crazy over yeah. this yeah. Oh, they, they would do love one, it they do wonderful as little goblins they would <laughs> Like, well, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that, that's that, that, that's a, that's another thing. It when, when you're in character, uh-huh. sometimes it allows people that wouldn't normally open up open up. Yeah, to you. Absolutely. Um, yep. I was at the Millstone Festival in Richmond, and uh, in in my character, and this little boy comes up to me. He's mm-hmm. maybe four or five, and uh, so I, I get down on one knee to get to his level, and I. Say, I say, how are you doing? Are you having fun today? And he says, yeah. I said, have you seen some cool stuff? And he says, no. (laughs) I said, do you like wizards? And he says, yeah. And then his mom comes up almost teary-eyed, and she says, I just want you to know he's autistic, and this is the very first time he has ever tried to initiate a conversation with somebody. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I was like, that's awesome. That is very cool. That was just so cool. That's amazing. You know, so... That, you know, that, that's another benefit to creating a persona that you can yeah. go out and, and share with the world. You know, you can yeah. 
that's what make connections. That's just another reason why it's so unfortunate that more people don't know about this because you never know who you'll be able to reach. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know because there's so many things lacking in small communities and things like this uh, and and other things you know fall by the wayside nobody knows about them and then you have an experience like that with a little boy and that makes everything in the world worth it oh yeah, yeah. absolutely does yeah, that's amazing yeah so you know there's there's, there's so many upsides to yeah playing the game mm-hmm. it's, you know it's 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 not like it's not like any other thing you can do it's, yeah it's it's just mm-hmm. everything about it's amazing and magical and now you mentioned tabletop uh, role playing. Is that where you literally sat at a table? And yeah, that's yeah. that's like Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, okay. powered by the apocalypse. Like this table, Cthulhu. This yeah, table this, would be amazing. This would be an this awesome table gaming is table. The perfect size. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is great. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna like we take can't this. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> the table. I built this myself. I built yeah. this table. So yeah. Yeah, see, it just needs like some pull-out drawers, for, mm-hmm. like, dice, and rolling. Like it would be amazing for that sort well, of thing. I, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons when it came in a bag with just the rule book and the dice and a crayon. Oh, really? Wait, it had a crayon? Yes, it had a crayon, <laughs> so you could color in the numbers on your dice to oh, see them because yeah. that, they were such crappy dice. They <laughs> now, what? When was that? Uh, that was. Good Lord, that was... 1874. <laughs> 1981 or 80, I think. Oh, yeah, that was when I was born. It was, yeah, it was it was, was forever ago. It was. It might even have been 79. I don't wow. remember. Gosh, it was forever. I think, I think cool. my grandparents started was, playing in 1980. So yeah, yeah. It had that, been, yeah, right around then. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, was, it was right around that time. It was, wow. it, it was, it was, it was basic edition. It was short, okay. shortly after I started playing, they came out with the box. So it was, yes. wow. yeah, Brian. it was, yeah, Gary Gygax was still in charge of it when I started playing. That's the guy that created Dungeons and Dragons. It was really, yeah, he, he was still in charge when I first started. So. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Brian started with second edition. Yeah. So it was, so I've been playing longer than him, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I, uh, <clears throat> I can remember, I can remember in high school carrying a briefcase and everybody thinking I was just this grade a student mm-hmm. no, my briefcase had monster manuals and dungeon dragons <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we'd yeah we'd, we'd me and my buddies would get to school early and play in the cafeteria and then at lunch we'd skip lunch and go to the library and play D D there and then yeah. after school we'd be at somebody's house and play okay. till it was dark outside that's awesome okay but it's funny because brian also carries quite a bit of D stuff in a briefcase <laughs> oh really yeah. yeah just part of you i guess yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool now, uh, <laughs> what was that? What? No, hmm? nothing at all. Have y'all? I know you mentioned one event coming up in February. Have you got anything, uh, anything else planned? I mean, I know you're probably planning way down the road and stuff, but yeah, this, are. huh? I said, yeah, we are. Uh, yeah. Are, Everybody uh, needs to know about. Are this. we doing the uh, Corbin, are, are we doing the uh, Comic Con in Corbin this time around, or I don't know. No, I don't know. I'll get back to you on okay, that. Okay. Well, I'm I'm already booked. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm already booked, so I can't go. But. Well, I mean, if nothing else, we'll, we might we show up show as up. just, you know. Last year we had the first Corbin Comic Con. Mm-hmm. We actually had a booth set up. Um, okay. I don't know if we're doing that this time, but I'd say probably at least a couple of us will show up in garb to walk well, around. We did. That would uh, be awesome. It was a couple months ago yeah. we were there again. Yeah. With, with so, and we went to the Manchester Ren Fair that, you know, 
<clears throat> yeah, this this was the first year for Manchester's Ren Fair. Ren oh, really? Fair. Yeah, just just right down the road. I didn't here. know they had that. Yeah, just right down the road here, uh, Manchester. They they had their first ever Ren Fair, and it's shaping up to be bigger next year. Uh, oh, that's cool. They're, they're, they they had it at the uh, Salt. Uh, old salt works. Salt works. Yes, yeah, salt, salt works village. Yeah, they had it there, but it's getting so big, she may have to change venues. That's a good thing. Yeah, they're, they're planning oh. next year's. I think for November where it's oh, yeah. not as hot yeah. as it was having it in summertime. But so our next event is it's February 3rd. Yeah. Okay. February 3rd. At, um, here in Anvil. Oh, Gina. Um, we have a little fight practice get-together thing November the 11th. Oh, yeah. Where is that going to be? Um, um, the, I don't remember the name of it. The, the park behind the library. Laurel in in library. Laurel County, yeah. Oh, the Veterans... Veterans Park? Mm-hmm. No, the one behind the library with the big cement tower. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Big concrete tower. Yeah. I, I know which one you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. If you want to come, go to the library in London and then just keep driving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah like watch, drive around the pond. Watch uh, for people swinging sticks at each other. That'll be us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Brian did say we were going to be doing some SCA style and LARP style fighting mm-hmm. at that event. So. SCA. Now, what is that? <laughs> Oh, you're fine. I got so excited I slapped my microphone. <laughs> That's so a new saying. The SCA stands for <laughs> the SCA stands for Society for Creative Anachronisms, and it's one of the oldest and biggest medieval and Renaissance recreation groups. They have thousands and thousands and tens and th- thousands of members all across the world. It's in sixty-six so, countries. Yes, including wow. Antarctica. Wow. Yes, their largest event regularly has between what seven and ten thousand people in pennsylvania every summer yeah they have so many attending it's its own city yeah yeah for two weeks it becomes its own city for two weeks every year now so the sca is focused on recreating it's almost like experimental archaeology where you say how did people do this i'm going to try to recreate it and figure out the methods they use i'm going to figure out how to make the clothing that they made in war how to cook the food they made and ate Mm -hmm. i'm going to read these dueling manuals from 15th century Germany, and we're going to recreate their fighting styles. So the SCA focuses on the history basically between 600 and 1600 AD. Yeah. And so a lot of us in Brian's LARP got our start in the SCA. So that's like that's where I got my start, was doing historical and medieval rec- recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so SCA combat is full contact. Okay. Which means that we use, are you familiar with rattan? Like, even as like a furniture material? It's kind of that bamboo sort so. of thing. Ba- bamboo looking furniture you see. Yeah. Thing? Oh, yeah. 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 So okay. bamboo, but denser. Yeah. Okay, they use I got you. Basically, rattan for swords. They don't use steel like some other recreation groups do. Um, but then beyond that, they, because rattan is still dense and hard, it can yeah. still break bones and do damage. So you have to wear armor. So oh. SCA combat is full speed, full contact, and it's wow. really fun. <laughs> LARP fighting, because it's more about the storytelling. You that's why you use the the you know dense foam weapons. That's why mm. you use things that are not going to have the potential in the same way for breaking bones or you know destroying your kidneys. Oh yeah, James got oh, an example. Cool. That's a throwing knife. Um, so this is what you're using. Yeah. In LARP, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So you're pretty much saying that the, that the folks will 
will gather up and to figure out how they accomplish things then they will live that life and try to figure them out for themselves I've, I've that's actually, sort of the ideal yeah, yeah I've, I've actually met people in the sca uh that have gotten um admission into the underbelly of certain research facilities mm -hmm. and museums because their research is more than the experts you know so yeah. okay. i have a friend who's a um a professor she's a university professor <clears throat> of archaeology and she does experimental archaeology with her students and i have another friend who they are a professional calligrapher oh, and they make yeah. like uh family trees and family crests and things for like you know they've done a couple of pieces for like ex still existing european nobility so some people take it to a wild level yeah now again the difference there between that and something like larping is that larping is more about building your character building the story and mm. then having a really good time doing the fighting yeah yeah so like if you look at what i'm wearing i'm not wearing any armor right. because bunny doesn't wear armor she's a ranger i'm a ranger i'm not going to be out there in full plate metal so it's really important that for the sake of your character building and the story development, you are wearing more what would be accurate to your character rather than what would allow you to use hard weapons like the SCA does. Okay. Yeah, like the SCA is much more, like when you go into battle, they're very concerned about safety. You know, mm -hmm. you wear a helmet, and I'm talking like full medieval style helmet. That'd be cool. Uh, it is, but they're super heavy. Like yeah. Mine's probably so. fourteen gauge steel most of the time. Yeah, uh, the top heavy. of it has to be, I think, six, no. yeah, sixteen is the minimum. Yeah, sixteen is the rest of it. I think fourteen is the like the cap. So they're going full force with this. Yes, we've yeah. had people have wow. concussions. You know, really? one of my first events, I saw someone. They're not supposed to do this, uh -huh. um, but their helmet slipped and it cut their eyebrow. And I watched someone stitch somebody else up off the field. Wow. Oh, and yeah. I've, I've I've seen yeah, those. You were there. Oh, yeah, you were there. And I've I've actually seen a fourteen gauge steel helmet get dented mm -hmm. with by a sword. Yeah, yeah mine's got some dents in it. Yeah, that's really. It's a little too much for me. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> we call that rhinoing when you're hitting way too hard. Yeah. You know, on a scale of one to ten, you should be hitting at about maybe a six. Yeah, because sorry, it's sir, also cervitis was bad about Which is that. still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of force. <laughs> um, but it, because it's still honor based, but people get carried away, adrenaline mm -hmm. gets going. Like, it's I'll a big thing. I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, get caught up in the moment. But yeah, like at the There's event. No, <laughs> that's why we use foam weapons at LARPing. <laughs> yes. yes. Because we're not about making people armor themselves from head to toe mm -hmm. just to role play their character yeah yeah bunny doesn't wear armor we have a lot of people that maybe have mobility issues or they yeah. can't run around hitting people and so wearing a lot of heavy gear because like chainmail, just a chainmail aventail which is the part that kind of hangs from your helmet and goes around your neck okay yeah um, yep. that weighs probably a good 10 pounds yeah that's a lot of weight and so, like, with LARP, you can do what works for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have some people who maybe can't run around and do things, and so they throw spells instead. That's cool. And Something for everybody. Yeah, yeah. and it's, you can still get hurt at our last event. We got a little carry with, with battle, and, like, <laughs> somebody had their eye poked with the sword. I'm sorry, oh, wow. dude. That was me. That was my fault. <gasps> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Um, Casualty but, of war. Yeah. Yeah. He was fine. He was yeah. fine. He signed a waiver. 
Yeah, he did sign a waiver. <laughs> oh, so there's waivers involved there. Yes, yes. Okay. Are, it is a full LLC. Oh. Um, Brian and a guy named Perry, which is... Pear Bear. Yeah, Pear Bear. He is a <laughs> awesome dude. He lives in Texas. Uh, he originally was in Kentucky with us, starting in the SCA with us. Um, and he moved to Texas, and they brought him in with Donlands as well. So him and Brian are the co-owners of Donlands. Jana mm. is a partner, and it is it is a full registered LLC. <laughs> Knocked it off. <laughs> She's the real brains behind it. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> I get but, suggestions. But no, Jana is a wonderful artist. She's designed all of the logos, um, all of the. We don't have medallions right now, but mm-hmm. uh, we have medallions for each of the uh, classes like robe, barbarian, mage, druid, all of that. Um, she designed all of those. Yeah. Um, she designed all of the coins. We have in-game coins that we get 3D printed. I brought coins. Oh, me Did too. You oh, cool. Excellent. Um, this so, is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Bunny's personal money. I feel so like I went back in time here, like majorly. Yeah, and there's a couple different sizes. They were originally much smaller than that large coin, uh, which is about the size of a half dollar. Yeah. Um, They started out maybe about the size of a nickel, but... Like a dime. Yeah, they're they're really small. Um, So we did upsize them, which is wonderful. Makes it a lot easier to count. But yeah, we use the the coins in-game, so we have our own currency, and you can gain currency through quests and things. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And we encourage you to spend said currency. Now, you all came up with this too, right? I imagine. Jaina. All on your own. Yes. Yeah. Jaina and Brian and Perry. like. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really impressive. It That's really is. Yeah. Jaina did all of that artwork. <laughs> yeah. All of the artists, Jaina, Jaina and Brian and Perry, like between the three of them, have more creativity and more brain cells yeah. than any probably anyone i've ever met they're they're incredible people have y'all like ever thought about like making a legit like board game of your of this we have i think that's fairly easy to have done we have ideas yeah and things that we want to accomplish um i think our focus right now is trying to get word out um making sure the events run smoothly and that we are as inclusive as we can possibly be yeah because not everyone wants to dress up and come larp but you can come watch us larp Mm -hmm. and that's okay um yeah we call those ghosts when you check in you pay a reduced fee and you get a white sash that you wear and turn in at the end of the event yeah or when you leave but and you can just walk and be like i just want to watch yeah. yeah, you can still interact in the tavern, eat the food. You can check out the vendors. You can follow adventuring parties. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is adventuring parties? People that go like groups of people. It can be the we players. encourage like what four usually three, three, three to four three ish yeah. depending on the difficulty of the quest. But it's a, the group of people that go out and do quests. Oh, okay, that'd be cool. Because yeah. sometimes the quests are outside of the town. Yeah. That'd be a neat little way to interact and participate and stuff. Yeah, and with that, like you don't have to, you don't have to swing a sword. You don't have to dress up. You mm-hmm. just come as you are off the street. You know, if you're in full corporate suit, that's fine. Just you know, wear shoes. Yeah. Or 
not. It doesn't not. really matter. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. We don't care if you wear shoes. Yeah. Because I don't. No. <laughs> they get in the way. And you can't stealth with shoes. Absolutely not. I can. You can't what? Stealth. What's that now? Sneak around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Can't yeah. hardly yeah, be stealthy. Prairies are good at sneaking. Oh, yeah. Yes, they're. Uh, that's that's stuff. If anything ever disappears in your house, yeah, it's the fairies. <laughs> yeah. It's the fairies. Leave, uh-huh. leave, them, leave them a tray of cream or, or yeah. a little honey on a dish, and they'll bring it back. And shiny things. Oh, really? Shiny things. Shiny things. Treats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's outdoors, then it's the crows getting your shiny things. But oh, yeah? Yeah. You well, can bribe them, though. It's fine. You can bribe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, inclusivity. So, we have the ghosts. We have players we have npcs which is what we mostly are we help the game run for the players non-player character yeah non-player character sorry um and then we have people that just want to dress up and hang out and that's okay too yeah that's cool spectators uh, at these events (laughs) (laughs) they are just as important as people that actually participate because they'll step away from this and go tell everybody else that they see, hey, mm-hmm. look at this is this is when this happened over here. I didn't know mm-hmm. nothing about it and it was awesome. You need to come watch it and the, from that you may gain more people that want to be a part of it and join because this is really yeah. this is really awesome. And admittedly that is part of why sort of the, the ghost quote unquote class, the spectator class exists yep. because we want people to come and have the opportunity to check us out mm-hmm. before they decide if it's for them or not. And like yep. you said, even if they decide it's not for them really, there's probably someone in their life who it would be. Oh, absolutely. Word of mouth is the best advertisement that you'll ever have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, probably responsible for most of the success of this podcast, just word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh so anytime you can get people talking about something, that's your best publicity that you'll ever have. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. That's really important. This is awesome. I, I, I'm definitely going to come to these events, to yeah. some of these events. I just now remembered uh, Christmas, the parade. Oh, yeah. The Christmas parade in London. Last year. Oh, no, yeah. this coming year. We're supposed yeah, to march in it again. It. We're, we're doing it again this oh, year. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, so if anybody wants to see the LARP characters down London Way during the parade, we're going to be marching in the parade. When is that? Okay. Do you know the date? For Christmas. I do not have the date. I bet yeah. we can find it. Maybe. <laughs> yes. So last year we were there, and uh, Brian was dressed up in more of an SCA getup, and people kept mistaking him for Mandalorian. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he was not, but that was us. And Jaina was in, she also plays the Raven Queen. So she was on a throne on like a pull-along trailer. Oh, very, yeah? Very regal. Yeah, Brian, Brian does a, a Roman-esque the, character. The, the Roman, <laughs> yes. Raven. Raymond. The Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. So, so his, his outfit's more like a, like a Roman centurion. Yeah, and, it was his getup. So yeah, and the the lore behind that is, is you know, Rome was founded by Romulus, you know, okay, the twin brother of Remus. Well, Remus went through a portal, ended up in Donlands, and is that the story? I believe so. Oh, yes. Nice. Uh, and so Remus story. went through a multi multi dimensional portal, took some of his soldiers with him, and developed you know the Reman culture. And mm-hmm. they're also kind of marauding tyrannical 
I don't know how much cussing you're allowed. But it's, <laughs> say whatever you just say. Assholes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Down with the bloody big head. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, when we talk about the resistance, that's that's what it is. We're freedom fighters. The freedom fighters. Yeah. It's oh. the same thing. Yes, we we, we have, a, have a little symbol here that I got from the... Uh, Oh, yeah, I gave From the that. temple, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. We had to find something to give out. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Tem- temple of the Seven to, Moons, I think. Yes. Yeah, yes. trying to uh, overthrow the Riemann yeah. occupation. Gross. I don't know. Douchebaggery. Douchebaggery. Tyrannical Riemann bullshit. Yes. There you go. Yes. They're very full of themselves. My my character, the Emerald Folk, they're the Scottish Irish type people that came through a portal Uh in there. But uh, yeah, my my ancestors thank his ancestors for that lovely wall that they built. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's sort of a whole subplot about like, well, then they started to expand and conquer and push you know like the elves and the fey folk out of their ancestral lands and so mm-hmm. people like Ariellis and bunny have sort of particular chips on their shoulder about sort of the the invading remans and uh-huh. pushing back on against them for those reasons yeah, as well see, mine, mine's more ancestral you know mm-hmm. yeah. what the romans did to my ancestors and so uh-huh. that's why the remans are on my bad side and you know, oh yeah so, yeah, so you know, that's all these little things that, that that go into creating this world. It's amazing. Yeah, sitting here listening to you guys and the thought and the amount of research and everything that you you have put into this is as authentic as it can possibly be in modern day. Well, it's Brian, it's amazing. Brian's been building this since 1992. You know, this is this is what he started developing just as. A D and D world. Yeah. And you know, between him and Jaina, they've played for years together. And then we've kind of just joined in the fun. Yeah. I can tell it's a lot of fun. And uh I, you're very intimidating in the in, in. <laughs> <laughs> I was say she's got this she's what I mean, is this called something It's it's just makeup. It's yeah. <laughs> it's very off putting. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, I love it because it's just it, it gives more to that character and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's, it's intimidating. <laughs> it really is, and it's just it shows the amount of authenticity that you put into it, and just how much it means to you. It's it's really really interesting stuff. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm I spent about a week developing a backstory for my. For my character, yeah, and it's on the website. It's I, I wrote it up. It's on the website. Talks about mm-hmm. where I was born and okay, raised up. And so you have a whole history. I got a, I got a, I got a back you. history. You know, yeah, to, so, to my character. Yeah. So if you check out the website, donlandslarp dot it's on the card. <laughs> yeah, I got the card it's, right it's here. So I'm gonna write it down. Yes, yeah. yes, we know exactly Wait, what we're talking it is about. about. <laughs> it's dot com. Okay. Yeah. So if you go to that website, you can, you know, there is a forum. You can make an account if you want to and join the forum. Please do. Yes, please. Yes, please. But it's a great way to keep track of everything. It's mm-hmm. got how to create a character. Uh, we try to keep it updated as much as possible, but you know, we all have mundane lives too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. But. Um, <laughs> There's also like stories from like Scar, 
Skara has like a journal entry that she sent back to the Temple of the Raven Queen detailing the very first event and the happenings of that. And there'll be another one up at some time uh, detailing this last event. Oh, yeah. You should do that. I'm going to. Now, do you record your your battles and tabletop uh, stuff you, or do anything like that? We, no. we do not have a chronicler at this time. No. Okay. Um, we have a photographer that comes in when she can, but she has a small child and a husband. So. Okay. Um, okay. But she tries to take pictures when she comes in. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram we're going to have a Discord soon. Okay, yeah, cool. Up. Oh, is yeah. it up now? It's up. Oh, awesome. Oh, we have yeah. a Discord now. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, but all the socials should probably be linked from the website? Question uh, mark? Or the Facebook. You'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Just look it up. Just look it up. It's yeah, you'll no, find we're it. also on Facebook yeah, because, on Facebook. you know, the, the average age of the people who are running the LARP, you know, our, our youngest folks are millennials, and it goes up from there. So we are we are still Elder very Facebook heavy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They're millennials. Yes. Really old. I'm a mid-millennial. Oh, you are. I'm yeah. smack in the middle. Do not put that on me. Our, our youngest are, are Just got real there for a second. Because I'm I'm, so I did have an eight-year-old standing guard for me in a battle. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, there was an eight-year-old with a sword and a shield that was defending me while oh, yeah. I was spell. Oh, our, pretty awesome. One of our playthroughs, we had some, we had a bunch of our littles, the little kids, armed with pool noodles, acting as goblins. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, so, Sweet. They, so children, um, the age is on the website, but we refer to them as goblins. Because so, uh-huh. it's fun and it's cute. Oh, yeah. Um, and we try to include children as much as possible mm-hmm. we have quests for them um if i can manage it we have activities to for them to participate in and yeah they totally got to throw pool noodles and pretend they were javelins at yeah people, and they loved it yeah, yeah. My boys will fight to the death with some pool noodles. Yeah. Yes. Like, we, we absolutely encourage them to get as involved as the parents are, yeah. but they have to have an adult with them at all times. Oh, absolutely. Yes, please. Yes, please. They do yeah. need to be supervised by their grown-ups, but we want to make it as easy for the whole family to come and participate as possible mm-hmm. because, realistically, you're not going to be able to find childcare for a long weekend of LARP adventures. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you have to, and you know this better than, than I do, you usually have to bring your kids with you. Yep. So we try as hard as we can to make those opportunities for everyone to feel like they are part of the story, part of the world. Yeah. Family friendly for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good. You know, it might be it might be a wet site, or it might not be. You know, our very first event was <clears throat> here at the was it Jackson County Ministries. The I think bar- it's a big campground. Yeah, the Barnabas house down there. Yeah. 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 You know, and that's a very dry site. It is a church-run site. Yeah. So it was dry. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is where we're going to be in February. So. Yeah. But yes, our, I was looking that up. Our yeah. previous event was at um, a friend's farm. land. Farm. Farm. So, like, that was a wet site. We had a little bit more play to go with there. Yeah. But either way, we try to keep it friend, family-friendly mm-hmm. and as accessible as possible. But at the same time, you know, people do sometimes put a huge amount of work into their setup. We have, you know, the Temple of the Seven Moons, which is multiple gazebos, and they have these big gates and these, like, they went all out. And are you trying to find a picture? We have pictures, yeah. Yeah, so they went all out. You know, some of our vendors have really nice setups, like signs or things that they've made. Um, Buddy of the Woods had a scout 
cabin ranger, that she made her cabin. ranger cabin that she made herself. She, made she slept wow. in that that night. Like yeah. it was cold. That's dedication right there. That's devotion. So that's what the temple gates look like. Wow, that's yeah. as legit as it can that. be. Yeah, and that's completely handmade. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all of that is totally handmade. Um, just different um, materials, wood, uh, insulation foam, things yeah. like that. Chicken wire. Yeah, and like I thought it was rock. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks good. Yeah. yeah. And you know we. We have a whole, you know, don't think that you're too old or too serious or too professional mm -hmm. to do this sort of thing. Because we have everyone from doctors, like the person that's the head of that is like a, she's going for like psychiatric doctor or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah she's psychiatric yeah. nurse. And, and she's going, she is currently finishing her medical doctor. degree in emergency psychiatry. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'm a mental health therapist. Um, yeah, so we all have, walks of life. We have yeah. teachers. Yeah, we have stay-at-home moms. I'm a 57-year-old farmer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you still come out. And I still come out and have a bias. <laughs> even, though I, even though I had triple bypass. <laughs> You've got my sense of humor. Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah, and <laughs> Even if I did have a triple bypass six years ago. That oh, really? So, wow. It's fine. You just I'm good. You just bypass death. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, they, they, they put in a new one. It's good. Oh, good to yeah. go. I'm, 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 I'm hard to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I'll if, be the Lich King before you know it. Please no. No. <laughs> Look, we killed the last one. Uh -uh, we didn't uh -uh, kill. Uh -uh. We didn't kill it. Oh no, she's not that. We tried. We tried. We tried. Have to work a little harder. <laughs> Bring it on. Oh. I'm scared. <laughs> oh man. Um, but, but you, did, you didn't have ten old wall doing in the last battle neither. We didn't. Uh, for, we did. for reference, I also have played the Lich Queen in the past. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, we um, some of us get to play different roles. Yes. Yeah. Non-player characters to help with the story. Yeah, I was wondering that. Is there just if you can can you are, are can you have as many characters as you want, or is there kind of like you'd rather stick to one or two? Or? So if you were just if you were playing a character that has like stats and you're not like actually part of the story, you're like yeah. the person coming in. I believe it's one character. Okay. Um, for like myself or Jaina or Lydia, you know, we play NPCs quite a bit. So like she's been the Lich Queen. Jaina is also the Raven Queen. Um, I have a former elf slave, uh -huh. um, Vixie Oakthorn is her name. And she was enslaved by the Reman people and she escaped. And so she's, she's an elven mage. But she has forsworn the elf kind because they're too stuck up. Wow. Um, and then obviously the humans she doesn't like because they enslaved her. And so she takes more like the hobbit kind of look to mage. You won't okay. see the big flowing robes or anything like that from her. Okay. Um, so we we use different characters as needed, but they all have their different personas. Yeah. I would imagine, too, to, you would want to maybe keep it to a bare minimum of characters you play yeah. as to have other people come in and take that character over. Yeah, and that that's not allowed either. Like if oh, really? You're someone coming in and taking a character over. So, I mean, I mean, well, not necessarily taking somebody's character, but like if you've got... Well, I guess I did mean that. But is that allowed? No, so like no one can come in and say, hey, I'm Scar of Voice of the Raven Queen, or I'm Ariella's Dark Bloom. 
Okay. Those are oh, our nice. characters. So like I will fight literally you. Literally like yes, a second really? identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but, yes. But where, whereas I, I'm like a I'm I'm a player character. I'm strictly mm-hmm. a player character. Yeah. You know that's that's what I do. I go to the LARP to go on quests and have adventures and do mm-hmm. all that. They play the non-player characters. Okay. Know, a lot. So they 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 play the <clears throat> they play the roles that need to be played in order to keep the story going. So he can mm-hmm. play. So yeah, it's oh. almost like the NPCs take on a little bit more of a role of like an actor in a play, uh-huh. where we may have stats so that if you're, you know, the the, the big villain, right. you know, the the player characters know when they've killed you. Okay. Um, but for an NPC, if if we have multiple NPC personas or characters, like like Taryn said, it really is more just in service of keeping the story moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whereas if I you see. are a player character, you say, okay, this is the character that I am playing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to sit that character aside and start a whole new character. Yeah. You can. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but no one can, like, swoop in and say, oh, they're not using this character anymore. Like, if, yeah. if no. Karen yeah. retired and, you know, his son decided, you decided to play his son, Anthony, you know, no one can come in and play Taryn. So once it, once you got dibs on that character, it's yours for Yeah, that's, yeah. Your, now, that's your creation. Now, they yes. could create a character similar, yeah. but they could not use the same name, the same backstory. Like, okay. you could, they could say the exact same words, but they would have to have different names. Yeah. You know, yeah. they can't have that character. No one can come and take that from you. Yeah. And yeah. we so do they, have, they, they could be like a cousin or... Yeah, and we okay. can. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or we do yeah. have a running list of characters because we do keep track of XP and levels and that sort of thing. Yeah, you get to level up. Yeah, and different levels. So it's you just get... like a one mm-hmm. of those games. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's just like Dungeons and Dragons, only only uh, that's what I was just sitting here thinking about the NPCs instead of one person controlling the game. The dungeon master in, in Dungeons and Dragons, the dungeon master controls the game. Okay. He, he he plays the part of all the NPCs. Uh-huh. Well, in LARP, one person can't play all the NPCs that need to be played. So there's other people that'll play the NPCs as well. So so hmm. that you get you know you you get the full full immersion into the story with yeah yeah you know with, with that LARP, makes sense so. yeah yeah that makes sense. Brian developed incentive. <laughs> incentives for like people to bring in recruits like if you mm-hmm. came in and recruited your family like there's a incentive tier with that okay you know there's in- points. yeah you want to explain that part oh I- my god <laughs> <laughs> so like Go i was gonna say probably a, a good shorthand for the royalty points is if you bring in enough new recruits to the larp if you bring in enough new people you get a fancy title oh really yeah and you get perks with said title Oh. For for your group, for you and your group that you bring okay. In. So oh, there's really reasons fun. that you'll want to do these things. You yeah. get stuff. I, for I, I must be working on a dukedom then. I'm <laughs> <laughs> See, my problem is all my friends are already in the LARP, so I can't bring in anybody new. It's the same. Oh really? It's the same. No. Oh, that's if cool. anybody from this podcast comes. Say that Ariellis. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll share. I'll share. Okay. Okay. You fifty fifty. Okay. Fifty fifty. Yeah, you can go fifty fifty. I'm, I'm an NPC. I don't get that stuff. Yeah. Away. <laughs> I don't need that. It's we not, get to get for people for free. It's fine. <laughs> now I want to ask this. I, I, I'm interested in knowing the answer to this. In your everyday life, 
does like going through your daily life normal everyday life do, will that have any effect on the LARPing will you like get ideas from everyday life and incorporate th- incorporate them into the LARPing and like just have an idea of you getting mad at her over something and incorporate that into it or I mean is it a, is it a I guess is what I'm asking is there a constant barrage of ideas going through your head think to incorporate it, into it yes. think of it like writing a story yeah you think of your best ideas when you're nowhere near a computer that's true yeah. well, you know how like you think of comebacks days later <laughs> oh like yeah it's, you con- think of- it's constantly in the back of your mind at least it is for me you and- think of your best ideas two weeks after the event is over yeah, yeah. but next okay. time but we can incorporate that next exactly. time yeah and like our facebook group we do have like where you do the different chat rooms and whatnot hmm. we have a role-playing chat where you can kind of continue some things outside of events um but not like big storylines but you could create storylines amongst player characters yeah so i'd say you're all you all you guys are so good at this that you really kind of just know what to do in every scenario that comes up because you're so enthralled <laughs> in, in the character and know so much about it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you will think that. You will think that. Oh, that's fine too. Right? Yeah. No, it's it, it's a lot of improv. It's a it's a lot of improv. Yeah, I guess that's what I was yeah, meaning you, to say. A lot of improvisation. Yeah, you guys. Uh, but but you know the the longer you the longer you play the game, the the longer you become that that character you you start mm-hmm. to think in patterns the way that character would think oh yeah yeah, yeah that's that's that, that that's another part of developing the character developing your story yeah i mean e- even when i was playing tabletop dungeons and dragons um, i'd usually i'd usually play more than one character mm-hmm. you know uh, with D, but both of those characters were totally different the way they would think and approach a certain scenario yeah. you know they, they they'd be given a given given a scenario and both of them would think something different sometimes they wouldn't agree and they would fight and that's the internal conflict with me but you know it was <laughs> 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 but, but you you develop your character and you start to think the way they would based on how they they yeah. develop that that's why i developed the whole backstory to my character mm-hmm. you know that's because his past experiences are going to be what helps shape his future mm-hmm yeah decisions and yeah. things because of the way he was the way he was brought up and the way he was raised and, yeah. and things that happened in his past so mm-hmm. even though i've only been playing this character less than a year yeah you know I'm, I'm, i've got a backstory that i've developed so i got yeah. something to follow up on so well i knew when i saw you down there at the rally <laughs> and, and you had that uh, i guess you had that booth set up was that your booth yeah yeah that was, that was our booth that was, i had never laid eyes on you before in my life uh, not in character anyway. I may yeah. have saw you in passing and not thought nothing about it. But uh, when I saw you down there, I was like, "Who is that guy?" Who's that? <laughs> yeah, who is that guy? <laughs> I, my wife and boys was with me, and they noticed you first. Yeah, and then they told me, "Say, Dad, look over there at that guy." And I was like, "Who is that guy?" And I knew immediately. I was like, "I got to talk to that dude. <laughs> I got to get him on this podcast." And then you mentioned that she's going to bring more folks with you. And I was yeah. like, "Heck yes, bring as many as you can." So this is this but is no really amazing, huh? But no more than four. <laughs> <laughs> they only got four chairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to get some more microphones. Yeah, I am. 
I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to get uh, build a bigger table and more microphones. And we can have, and we can have this yes. one for playing D and D, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, That's I, what I, I, could, I could possibly. <laughs> I could build you one. No right. joke. Hmm. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that's uh, yeah. I, Checks uh, in the mail. I could build you a table, <laughs> just like this one. Exactly like it. Yeah. It, well, drawers. I, think drawers I can like put that. drawers on it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. Like he's already got this overhang. Yeah. I don't know. It's I not. Know it's not hard to do. I used to build stuff. I I used to build stuff for people all the time. I've got a wood shop out in my garage that I tinker mm-hmm. with and stuff. So I'm pretty good. I'm pretty I'm, handy. I'm I, I used to design and build furniture. Oh, yeah? Well, you know probably more about it than I do. Don't sell yourself short. Like, your listeners can't obviously see this, but it is absolutely beautiful. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I I have put my heart and soul into this, and uh, uh, I've been blessed uh, to have great folks like you be interested in coming on the podcast and a lot mm-hmm. of other folks has come on there and poured their hearts out to everybody listening and stuff so uh it, it's uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to do this and it's all because of people agreeing to come on and talk about whatever they got to talk about so this is i'm very thankful for it but yeah i can build you a table no problem <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I, all I ask is that I get to sit and watch you play the game. Sure. Or watch. you could join. You us. could join. Yeah. Us. yeah. Uh, you have to school me because I that's am. Fine. That's fine. Everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be. I'm, I'd be interested in sitting in on a game. Yeah. Probably get no, killed very if, quick. <laughs> if I if I could learn Dungeons and Dragons when I was in. Yeah. And he's a farmer. Though. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I totally are? get your humor, though. It's right. so. <laughs> You'll fit in just fine, honey. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Obviously, this is a humor. We're, we're bilingual here. Our second language is sarcasm. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I tell people all the time I speak fluent GIF on Facebook. And it's usually something <laughs> sarcastic or off putting that I reply mm-hmm. with. And, hey, yeah. if you can't laugh about something, sometimes you just got to. Yeah. Got to do it anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a big proponent of that. <laughs> a little bit of graveyard humor never hurt anybody. Oh, I have a very sick sense of humor. I, 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 I really do. You Probably know, too much. Most <laughs> funny people do. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to tell your favorite joke? No. Oh, no, come I on. Don't. Oh, come on. I can tell you the oldest joke in the English language. Okay. Okay, so this is a joke that comes from the Exeter book. And the Exeter book is a old English manuscript from the... 8th or 9th century? No, when I say Old English, I don't mean like Shakespeare. I okay. mean like, you know, I'm going to say the sentence to you and it's not going to make sense, but it's Old English and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Okay. So that's what Old English sounds like. But here's the joke. Okay. What hangs at a man's thigh and pokes the hole it's often poked before? Now pull your head out of the gutter. Yeah, because that's immediately that's, where it went. That's exactly what happened. I'm like a... Say that one more time. What is it that hangs at a man's thigh and pokes the hole it's often poked before? And pokes the hole it's often poked before. I'm thinking of a hole in my pocket. Am I close? They didn't have pockets. Yeah, they didn't oh, have yeah. pockets back then. Didn't have pockets. I have no idea. It's a key. Oh, I get it. It's a key. 
Because you used to just it, hang your keys like in a, you know off your belt. Yeah. And it pokes the hole. That it pokes. I totally get that. Yeah. So the oldest joke in the English language. And it's exactly like the jokes we're telling in 2023. They really are. Yeah. yeah. I went straight to the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did too. <laughs> oh, no, like, they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a singer called Heather Dale that often she's yeah. a Canadian folk singer and she sings a lot of like medieval folky music. Uh-huh. And one of the ones that she sings is called Up Into the Pear Tree. Okay. And it's and it is based off of a old medieval short story okay. out of the Decameron. So Wow, okay. So and basically it's it's what she call it? A book of dirty short stories. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which we don't think about, you know, back in that time. Yeah. You know, we think really grim and proper yeah, and medieval torn. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you don't really think of that. Uh, when you think of medieval times and stuff like that, that's usually the last thing I think of when I think of that. But you know, people were getting busy back then too. Yeah, they were constantly. They yeah, were. I mean, I'm telling some really funny stories about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, to, to, to get excited about an ankle. I mean, oh yeah, uh, ankles, they, they, shoulders, really, yeah, table legs in the Victorian era. Wow. Scandalous. Yeah, I mean, you guys are talking about this. Like, sex toys date back, like, way far back to ancient times. Yeah. Yeah, them Romans. I mean, Remans. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a whole um, there's a whole tradition in um, German medieval storytelling that is just that is specifically like they they medieval Germans had a specific. like erotic and pornographic oral storytelling tradition. Really? Like they they were they were into it just as much as we are today. Like right. well, yeah. Yeah, it's cuz like you said people were just people. Well, sex has been around since the the creation of human being. Really? <laughs> <laughs> she is so crazy. But, no. it, actually, it actually predates humans. So. Oh, does it? Yes. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yes. yes. Dinosaurs were laying eggs way before chickens were. That is true. Yes. Yeah, that is so. true. So, yeah. Why wouldn't they be? <laughs> when, when, when did this wagon lose its horse? Did you? <laughs> You're getting a little red yeah. here. In your yeah, face. I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have anxiety, okay? <laughs> and now here's the mental health section. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Well, I know at least two of the five people at this table have ADHD. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, that's, that's where the three. creative genius comes from. Who's the third? Okay, well, I've been diagnosed with ADHD now, apparently. I've never been diagnosed. I've just got the anxiety. Whatever. My therapist says I'm fine. Of course. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to be your own therapist. I have a therapist. Oh, that was good. That was good. I have a therapist. a conflict of interest. It is. It is. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) I'm I'm much better now. (laughs) Hey, mental health people, it's important. It's real. Get help. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I just did a, I had a a couple on the podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, 28-year veteran. Mm-hmm. Army veteran, uh, hundred over 180 jumps out of airborne aircraft. Oh, wow, uh, he was legit. And they yeah. was talking about a pro, uh, a nonprofit that they started in Williamsburg called uh, Resilient Knights, uh-huh. and they 
uh, bought a building that was called the train station and are making it into the Resilient Knights headquarters and dealing with, you know, helping uh, veterans, both active and, and retired veterans, deal with life after the military and stuff. Yeah. Y'all yeah. can't see this, but, like, my mouth's open. Yeah, I've been working fine. in mental health for three years now. I can put you in contact with these people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have – I work for Cumberland River Behavioral Health. Okay. And so I work – I do mostly outpatient, mm-hmm. so just people coming into the office. Uh, but I also – but uh i also do crisis intervention with like when people go to the hospital and say they're suicidal or homicidal or okay you know they've got whatever going on and they want help yeah so you know we have a few inpatient and outpatient services but anything else that we can get our hands on to be able to help more people that's absolutely got to help people Mm -hmm. yeah i'll give you their number absolutely before you leave yeah because they're doing some really good things like i said it's non-profit 501c3 Mm -hmm. and they bought i think she said it's called the train station uh uh live music and stuff like that type of situation around these here parts yeah i'm uh, from lee county yeah i used to work in lee county where at uh the prison over there oh yeah they opened that back up by the way yes core civic now i think is Mm -hmm. the new contract holders i worked over there for three or four years before i transferred to the feds yep Yep. Yeah, good place to work at. It was pretty good. Uh, I've heard it's better now. I don't know. We used to call it the the Finston Daycare Center. So yeah, it was pretty pretty yeah. non-active when I was there. Yeah, they have to do PT now. Do they? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're that's not they're a bad legit. idea. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, that, that made some waves. They let they opened Line Apparel back up too. So oh yeah. Yeah, it's really brought some jobs back to the area. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people lost that job when it shut down. Oh, yeah. Affected that county a lot. Yeah, there's there's not a lot in Lee County. No, not a lot. But, you know, it's a really good town. Mm. Really good town. I liked it over there. Every place has its good and bads. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it does. But I'll definitely get – I think I've actually got their contact information right here on this. I do. I'll give that to you before we, before we get out of here. But, uh, uh, yeah, is there anything else y'all got going on you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, events. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. The, Let's get all those out okay, here. Okay, so there's the five practice on November 11th behind okay. the London Library. The Christmas Parade, and this is from London's website, so if the date is wrong, don't come after me, is on Friday, December the 1st at 7, okay. Main Street, London. And then our next kind of full day big event is February 3rd at, what's the In name? Anvil. In Anvil. <clears throat> the Hacker Gymnasium. Yeah, they're at the old uh, Barnabas. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. used, used I guess it's right over there where they're having that haunted forest at right now, right? Uh, at that, the, somewhere around in that gym. I ain't been over oh. the hill in a while. Yeah. And then I, don't know. I think after that, we have um, a bigger event in May. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, that'll be our three day event. And then there will be another shorter event in July. Yeah. And then next October, there will be another longer three-day event. Yeah. We so these three-day events, do y'all just mm-hmm. camp out there? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's there impressive. Yeah, you that can is. come. You can camp out. You can come in every day. You don't. If you leave and come back, you do not have to pay admission again. Okay. I mean, you can <laughs> donate. It's fine. I want that money. Um, actually, we have a GoFundMe. We have a GoFundMe right we now, do. don't we? Is it still going? <laughs> 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 I do too much. Okay? I do too much. 
You can you can put this on her. She's doing all the things. Yeah, but she we, really is. She really is. If we don't have a GoFundMe going presently, that doesn't mean we're, we're not still taking donations. Right, yes. right, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're trying to get a trailer to mm-hmm. uh, be able to take some of the more permanent things that we that we need at every event. Right. Or anything to be able to store it more safely and take it with us well, like, a bo- like a box trailer we're trying to store things like loaner weapons signage um, okay. infrastructure you know the big board that we put all the quests on at the center of town uh, yeah, yeah. things that we could put in a storage shed and take out every couple of months and put back every couple of months and take out and put back in uh, or yeah. if we had an enclosed trailer it could just live in there yeah, yeah good idea because yeah. setup is is a lot. I would imagine it. Yeah. Uh, I it, mean, I've never seen the setup, but looking at you, you, at mean you, you guys. You didn't look up pictures. I, I I did look up pictures and stuff on Facebook, but I would yeah. imagine that the the amount of work that goes yes. into this is mind boggling. Yeah, it took us a week to take everything down. Wow. Yeah, and that yeah. was having it with, like, at a friend's farm. Mm-hmm. So, really. Like when we had our event last October. Was it October last year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, like we were at <coughs> the camping they're, they're area. They're in the again at the camp at the yeah. campground yeah, over yeah. in Anvil mm-hmm. behind yes. the Barnabas. Yeah, yeah, we were over there, and so you know we had to take we set everything up the day before and had to take everything down that night, like the last night. Oh, and you know, I think so, I got home at two a.m. Yeah, and it took mm-hmm. like eight trips, I think, between you and Helen and. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it took. Yeah, y'all I think need we that drove box back and forth between yeah. her house like three times, something yeah, like something that. Like that. So, like wow. any any little bit that we can do yeah. to help make it a little bit easier. But mm-hmm. we do it because we want it to look awesome. Yeah. Yes. And we want it to feel awesome. Yeah. We want it to be a town that you come into, that you get to be your your persona that you've created for the Donlands. Yeah. And you're just there. Yeah. The weekend. Mm-hmm. yeah, you walk in through the gates and you are in the Dawnlands. And That's the goal. And hopefully cool. you can leave all of your mundane problems behind. Yeah. Just for a little bit. That's yeah. awesome. Be be yeah. somebody else for a yeah. while. People yeah. needs that more yeah. often than than they will ever realize. Just forget about all this crap mm-hmm. and go do this for for however long. Yeah. Yeah. Self care is important. Self care is not selfless. Or Absolutely. Selfish. So, something else I've noticed. <clears throat> something else I've noticed is wearing wearing this. <clears throat> you know wearing my outfit at events mm-hmm. I, I get a lot of people approaching me that you, you can just tell when when they come up to you that they're you know, nerds. In, introverts yeah they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're oh, really introverted yeah. yeah they don't really want to you know that okay. they don't really want to talk to anybody <clears throat> but they see me dressed like this and they're like oh there's somebody i can relate to you know and oh absolutely yeah. absolutely it's a conversation yeah. starter it is and it, yeah. it, it opens them up and they and i'm i'm constantly getting people wanting to take a picture and you know it's just uh uh, uh there at uh, where was we court days court days over uh-huh. mount sterling this woman, I'm from Germany. I need to take your picture with you. I need to, you oh, know. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. That's cool. You know, then, so you're getting that. And then um, there was another little, uh, not a little girl, but she was a young woman, uh, real quiet, had a, had a, a, you know, had a sport dog with her and stuff, but she kept coming back to our booth. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she just kept coming to all three days we were there. She kept coming to the, our booth. Mm-hmm. 
just I guess you felt comfortable with them. yeah uh, and then and then I then I run into the people you know about uh, I'll see them they'll come up please tell me you're a vendor oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> or, or the or the last but does he dress like that all the time yeah, yeah. you know just you know the people that think you're weird but <laughs> it's a big thing it's well there yeah. is kind of I think a benefit to coming off as someone who does seem kind of nerdy or weird or a little bit off the beaten track because so I'm a high school teacher and I am very open with my students about my hobbies. So I'll tell them, you know, I fight with swords. I do sword fighting. I do like this medieval reenactment thing. I LARP. Yeah. I play I play D and D. And a lot of them it's the first time that they're seeing a very you know, I don't normally dress like this. I right, right. look like a professional. <laughs> but it's one of the first times I think that a lot of them have the chance to see a professional adult who is also deeply passionate about something that is often perceived as weird. Right. Or childish. Or, right. Or childish or nerdy or what have you. And I think all the good things. For mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I think for really? some of my students, it gives them a chance to just see a little bit more and understand a little bit more about the very wide variety of people there are in the world. Yeah. But then for some students, for the students I have who are very introverted hmm. or a little bit of so like a social outcast or yeah. they've got something going on in their lives or there's just something that, you know, about their own interests or personality that maybe doesn't mesh super well with many of their peers, I feel like having an adult in their life who is willing to be truly authentic with them and not be ashamed of who they are and not be ashamed of their interests and the things that they do and being willing to be open with them, it has let them open up to me in a way that I don't think they would otherwise. And it's let me kind of be able to work with them in other ways. You know, I have a lot more luck getting them to do some of the learning mm-hmm. or getting them to take school a little bit more seriously yep. than another adult who just sort of seems a little bit more closed off, a little bit stuffier right. might seem to them. It's just LARPing is a really good chance to just show yourself to be the most authentic version of yourself. Oh, absolutely. You know, the word uh, oh, nerd or weird or something like that, uh, doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't mean the same thing as what it did when I was in school. Mm-mm. The nerd and the weird person, the weird girl, or the weird, or the weird guy, is the cool people now. They really are. And, and uh, from what I can tell, from watching everything, it's not as nerdy to be a nerd. It's mm-hmm. not as unpopular to be into weirder things. People consider weird things. Uh, because there is people that's into some weird, weird stuff, but they probably more often than not don't know that there's a lot of other people involved and interested in the same thing as them. They just don't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, I mean, in school I was bullied because I wore black. You know, that was before the tattoos, before the piercing, before the pink hair. Yeah, yeah. And your hair is pink. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I was bullied just because I wore black clothes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that was it. That was their big thing. Yeah. And it was just, that was the difference in a little, tiny, small small town community. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, any sort of difference back then, and y'all, I graduated in 2009. 
So yeah. I'm not that old. Right. But that old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old as the hills. I'm practically in the grave. Practically speaking. Practically. Roll over and hit bottom tomorrow. Okay. Lord. But, yeah. Back then, any little difference was seen as, you know, a reason to be bullied, a reason to be kicked out of the group, mm-hmm. you know, to be picked last. Yeah. And nowadays, we see more people embracing those differences and expressing them unashamedly. Yeah. And absolutely, that is so so powerful. So being able to see groups of people like Don Lands getting together and doing this kind of oddity that you don't see around here. I think it encourages people to continue that. Yeah. Now, mind you, teenagers will still be cruel over yes. the most ridiculous <laughs> things. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But I think that you're right in that there is this way more of a critical mass of people who are willing to unashamedly be themselves mm-hmm. in a way that makes it a lot easier to bear mm-hmm. those cruelties of, of adolescence, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. People just need to not be afraid of what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't yeah, be a douche. <laughs> there you go. Good, you, good if, if you spend your whole life trying to please everybody else, you're never going to have a life of your own. You'll never please nobody. No, you can't. You you cannot. It's not your job. No, it it's ain't. not your job to make anybody else happy. It's your job to make you happy. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I was just going to say that I don't. Uh, mean anything negative when I say weird or nerdy. Those are, those are compliments. Best. Those are compliments. Yeah, that's me. what yeah. I meant. That's yeah. what yeah. I meant when those I those are the I best that. adjectives for the. I know. Yeah, like, those yeah. are ter- uh, terms of endearment yes. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I probably should have said that too when I said that, but the, it's not looked at in the same way as it used to. It's it's endearing mm-hmm. attributes that people have now. Yeah, let your I, weird I ran, flag fly. I yeah. ran into a girl that. Uh, I went to school with it was about five years after I'd graduated high school um, I was working with this guy I gave him a ride home just so happens he's his girlfriend was a girl I went to school with we never talked in school we never had any of the same classes we passed each other in the hallway that was mm-hmm. it but I was in the ROTC and I was in the band so you know she knew who I was yeah and she she told me we was sitting there uh, drinking some homemade wine uh, after work and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, she said, I remember you from high school. And she said, you wasn't really a nerd. You wasn't a geek. You were just weird. Oh, yeah? I said, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Come that on, was mission yeah. accomplished. Yes. You know, if you try to fit into something, mm-hmm. then who are you? Yeah. You know, that's don't, don't. Don't try to conform to somebody else's idea of what you need to be. You need to decide what you need to be on your own terms. That's good advice. Good advice. You From are the doing. Farmer. Huh? From the farmer. Even my mage character was a farmer before he became a mage. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. Well, listen, y'all are doing a great thing. I'm very uh, happy and feel privileged that y'all wanted to come on the podcast. This is really awesome stuff. I'm going to include all this information in the show notes of the of the podcast so everybody knows where to go and where they can go see you live and, and, and get involved if they want to. Yeah, so everybody listen to this when it when it goes up. Go to the show notes, all the information will be there. The Facebook and the everything. Everything that was mentioned on this podcast 
go check them out. Go to their their events, watch them, participate even. And if you're in McKee and you have any questions and you see me set up at a, one of the cruise ends that we have down here, yeah, on the square or something, and you got questions, come talk to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We try to be friendly. Yeah, yeah. I haven't we bitten only, anybody in years. It's we only <laughs> bite if you beg. Oh yeah, cool. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> All right, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for coming. This has been really fun. Well, thank you. Thank for you so much for having us. Awesome. Y'all have a good one. Stay tuned next time, people.